1: Welcome, it's Pat and Stu, Back, 727 beck beck
2: Jeffy, what are you doing, you weirdo? What are you I just doing? just want to say hello to all the McDonald's oh, and okay. all the people in the food courts. Hello, right. and if you could bring us anything, just drop it off.
3: Thank you. <laughs> mm. That's right. We uh, we did discover this kind of yesterday. We accept
2: food at the door. Uh, that, yeah, you... Uh,
3: you know, um, so yesterday we discovered that because we're on the headline news position of Dish uh, right now, uh, and that's great because we are on in lots of uh, businesses. People put on headline news all the time; they kind of just leave it on. Well, we're the default now. We're happy to be happy and proud to be the
1: default. I look of at your local it a restaurant a little differently. I, I think people are seeking us out and putting us on specifically, much finding us. And now that it's available all over the Dish Network, they're like, yes. Yes, we can finally have this on in the food court now. That is way better. than That's I want to what up I with. believe is going yeah, on. Right I fully
3: now. agree with you. Thank uh, you on that one, Pat. Thank you. So, if you are at a restaurant, if you're at a mall food court, if you're at a doctor's office, and we're on the screen right now, uh, tweet us a picture uh, of of us uh, on the
1: uh, you know wherever they are, and put yourself in it too. That would be helpful. You know, something with uh, something sort of a, yeah, selfies are are kind of uh, they're they're cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, aren't they all the rage right well, now you're with such, the young you're kids? You're on the cutting edge of the internet. Your <laughs> meme coverage yesterday was, was so in depth. Oh, insightful.
3: And now, insightful. you assume the selfie coverage is on that
1: same level. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now, the uh, a little bit of a controversy developed um, toward the end of the radio show because we were talking about Nicholas Sparks <laughs> movies. I, for some reason, Glenn went to see one or something. Is this out in theaters or the do you see yeah. this? It's the best of me, right? The best of me is in theaters now. It's in theaters right now. Mm -hmm. And so we got to looking up uh, Nicholas Sparks' movies. (laughs) There are now nine of them. Nine of these abominations that have come out. Except for, I will say,
4: The Notebook is a tremendous
1: movie. I love The the Notebook. The Notebook's a classic. My wife won't even watch it. She will not watch The Notebook.
5: I don't want to feel that way. I don't like it's to guy. It's tough. Cry. That's a
1: tough movie, man. A, I, it is. It has a happy... I keep telling her. It's a happy ending. Sort of. Yes. Yeah. It's a happy... There's it, no sort of about it. it it's a happy it's ending. sort of. It's a happy
3: ending. It, it's sort of.
1: Sort no, of. It's a that flat out... In your world... In, unequivocal... With, with happy that, ending. With that
3: uh, analysis, uh, mm-hmm. every death is a happy ending. That no. happens to go the right way. And I'm well, with you on that. Of course, in reality, it is a happy ending, not, and I'm with you. It's not, because they but die an...
5: together. Yes, they were they to be together. together.
1: It's beautiful. Yeah. Not everybody dies together with their uh, yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert? From a, from a, from a um, movie 15 years ago? Come on, you don't get a
3: spoiler alert on, on the notebook. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Luke, I am your father. Spoiler alert. Okay? You don't get that now. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Although, probably a lot of people will be rediscovering that one. Uh, That's uh, probably. True. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I always, I always have a big problem with the notebook i mean she is with this happens over and over and over again in these lovey girl movies where she's with some guy yeah. who does nothing wrong mm-hmm. he treats her completely great and then some really hot, slightly sexier slightly more romantic guy comes into the picture and she's she's in bed with him in 10 seconds that happens in all of those movies well, no uh... in the
5: notebook that
2: doesn't happen in the notebook. Yeah, it no. does. What no, happens Rachel, in the noble? First of all, Rachel McAdams. First of all, I she, like Rachel McAdams. Yeah, <laughs> she she is in love with him from the very beginning. Yes, and the, they stay in love. And it's her parents' fault.
1: It's it's really it's not the, the guy's kids fault. Kids kind of break up because he goes one way, and then he writes to her, so she doesn't know. No, he writes to her every for her day mother. for a year, right? And the but the mom gets in the way and takes all the letters. She was in love, so with she doesn't him. know. Yeah, that's right. Then it's years and years later. It's not. You know, like right away. It's years later that she meets this guy uh, that she nurses back to health during she, the war.
2: She gives him some pity love.
1: Yeah. I mean, And then they fall in love eventually. Um, but he, uh, you know, the right guy wins out in the end. <laughs> I also think that a lot of chicks would disagree with your assessment that he's sexier than... Than uh, uh, yes. Ryan Gosling. Yes. So wait, Gosling
3: was I, I'm I mean, getting Gosling would, Gosling would be the
1: sexy one there. Was James right? Garner
2: in the end? Yeah, the hubby.
1: Have you seen the Notebook? Uh, maybe I am
3: confusing it with 12 other Nicholas Sparks you movies might that I've probably seen. You might be. Yeah. I not wait, so wait, so Ryan Gosling is is the James Garner guy? Yes. That's the yes. guy that they were together with yeah. the whole time, right? Yes. Right. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to brush up on my storyline here.
1: Ladies, we'll call us and walk. Well, but again, I, mean, I think to I the lose. By
3: the, by the way, I think I, I uh, would gain a half point towards manhood for forgetting the plot. while you guys remember it. What so closely. I was
2: about to say would put um, me another half point toward <laughs> non-manhood. I'll loan you the DVD. <laughs> ah. And this is a point, by the way, I made to Jeffy right
3: before we came on the show, which I think is completely valid. It, we were saying, like, oh, I saw it in the theater. I can't believe you'd go see that in the theater. To me, seeing one of these movies in the theater is far better than seeing it on DVD. Because
1: I think there's debate there.
3: I, I, well, let me present my weird. side of the story then. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going, I've seen all of the movies that we talked about, all Nicholas Sparks movies, all of them in the theater, all as a result of a date night with my wife, where she would say, I really want to go see that. We go out to have a nice dinner, we go out on a date, and we see this movie. <laughs> Who, sitting at home, When you could be in the other room playing video games or watching college football, I mean, instead choosing to go in the other room and be like, oh, you know what, Uh, Nicholas Sparks is on. I'm just going to sit down and Nicholas Sparks movie." It's not even a date night. It's just a normal Wednesday at
1: home. That's far worse. Well, there's no football on Wednesday. Yeah, that's the game. Uh, so you just said there's a normal football. There's well, college football. No football. Right. And that so was, a, you're just focusing on an inane detail of that. The point, no, though. No, it's an important detail because if there is football, <laughs> there was definitely football going we're definitely going, going to be notebook. A
3: date night on a Friday or Saturday night, there's going to be mm-hmm. probably sports on. But you, you're a night out with the, uh, on the town with your wife. You're doing something mm-hmm. date-based. Well, right there, you're talking
2: about a date night on Saturday night. There's college football on Saturday night. There's no date night on Saturday night.
3: So you just lost another point of manhood right there. I love this. This guy who folds in seconds, whatever his wife does, anything, Mm -hmm. comes on the air here and acts like he's a man. Mm -hmm. It's pathetic. We all know it, Jeffy.
2: I don't know what you're talking
3: about. Yeah. Uh, This is not really the first topic of the show per se. No,
1: I mean, anyway, what I was getting to was uh, it looks like I've seen more nicholas sparks movies than i previously ah. thought I thought, it, I thought it was the notebook and what was the other one a walk to remember yeah those uh, are the first drawings. i've actually seen the notebook a walk to remember and i'm pretty sure i've seen message yep. in a bottle that's the it's kevin it's costner with kevin one. costner yeah, no i've seen that uh one. yeah and i forget who the woman is in that who's who's the uh who's the lead no, actress no, in that days. Oh, okay. It's uh, Nicholas Sparks, uh, Robin Wright. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. Yes.
3: Oh, so, seen wait, it. so we all had three <laughs> So we least. all had did three. Did you have a fourth, though?
1: That's the thing. No, we all so have three. three. Oh, yeah, it looks like you did. And at three, you're what? Gender questioning? Is that what it was? Not, not that there's a thing wrong no, with that. No, there's nothing wrong there's with that. nothing wrong Okay, oh, this no. is a
3: story written uh, in Fusion Magazine. <clears throat> you remember Fusion Magazine?
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh,
3: this is uh, Fusion Magazine by an author named Stuberger. Okay. The Notebook. Mm-hmm released five twenty two thousand four starring people i don 't remember <laughs> summary girl meets boy, mom hates boy, girl does boy in abandoned house
1: mm-hmm. girl leaves town and meets man right man it 's not true I, What I noticed last time they, I watched the notebook. And there have been multiple. Wait a minute. This is,
5: wait. Re-watching. Oh, we've, we've watched. Oh, we, come oh on. please.
1: There's been the multiple. One, multiple watches. What are you
5: talking about? That's multiple way, way, way one worse movie. than
1: anything we've talked about. No, that,
3: that, I disagree. You don't get multiple views oh, of the notebook. I, I disagree. Oh, wow. This is,
1: I clearly am the most manly guy here No, <laughs> no you're not. <laughs> that is clear. Uh, no, multiple views? everybody knows. No, you're not. You're no, this is pathetic. Oh, multiple. Of course. Many multiple views. Oh, my gosh. Of the
4: notebook? Of the notebook? You put it on? while the wife Come is cleaning,
1: on. wait for it to
2: get done, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me get this plot again.
1: What, what was your problem? They did not part? have sex that night. What did they do? It, they came very close. They had sex. Oh, no, they did. No, they, they did. did. Are they did me the first night
3: at the This is because house? he's trying to justify this into a good story when it's not sex. true that it yeah. bothers
1: you that they wind up hooking up because it ruins your nice love they story. They didn't yes, have sex. They did The guy comes over before they get there. The The friend. The friend bursts in on them. They're laying there already. They're laying done. They're all done. set. Pat, they're all no.
3: finished up. Come on, no. Pat. Come on, Pat. Mm-mm. Come on. Don't Pat. try this. Okay. It's here we go. It. Summary: Girl meets boy. They're they're man. Not. Mom hates boy. Mm-hmm. Girl does boy in abandoned house. Girl leaves town Coach and meets man. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. We, <laughs> they almost um, did it, but they were interrupted by someone yes. who walked in. Whatever. All even though that didn't happen. So, so girl leaves town and meets man. So far, we're pretty much there. Okay, man gives her everything she could ever want. Man proposes to girl. Girl agrees, but first goes back to hometown and sleeps with boy again. Okay, yes, right? You're not disagreeing with that one. Yes, the boy she's been in love with her whole life. Yes. Yes. Girl tells man that she slept with boy. Man says it's okay. He just wants the girl to be happy. Girl drops man for the boy anyway. Girl gets Alzheimer. Girl deserves it. That's the story. Wow. So then you have women I
1: disagree with that assessment of the notebook.
3: Okay, what women root for? They want the girl to be with the boy, even though they treat each other. Uh, they treat each other bizarrely. because mm-hmm. Some of these references are old. Uh, how they make you feel better about it. Because this is a big thing in these movies. Whenever there's these... Hook, like the guy who came along second. Second place guy. Came in was the grandest of grand. Did nothing wrong. But they always have to make you feel like yeah. okay with it. So this is... Uh, they don't even try though in the notebook. Usually what they'll do is they'll make the guy say something insensitive kind of that's though.
1: no that's what i like about the notebook is they don't No, They're they well, don't both really he's just good guys great and just they, gets crushed they, they use, no one gives a crap that's the genius of the notebook no the they do guy give it a little bit when he's working rich,
2: when he's working in the no. office there where he's trying to wheel and deal a little bit they try to make him a little no little the, the rich guy
1: is just a good guy he's good to her he loves her she apparently loves him He's wealthy, but he he's not a bad guy. He's not a sleazy guy. No, he's, not. he's not stepping out on her. He's not doing bad di- business deals so far as we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kid, you know, that she remembers is also a good guy. A great guy. So it's, it's a battle just of who's going to win out with more love. See, this is it's, what this, this a, is. I don't see it that way. Brilliant.
3: Uh, brilliant. How do they make you feel better about it? Absolutely no effort whatsoever. Her fiance was nicer, richer, more of a gentleman, better looking, more responsible and seemingly just as romantic. But no, she simply no. sleeps with her old boyfriend and gives the mm-hmm. fiance an Adam Vinatieri to the groin with no justification. What happens? Girl dies. Not enough pain.
2: Wow. This is a the magazine. Notebook. It's certainly it's a bad assessment. That assessment the shows it is. tells nothing of the love right. between the two.
3: Right. The point, though, is what I'm saying is this guy gets totally screwed. Mr. I came he around does. and did everything right. Yes. Gets totally screwed. And then women uh, okay. will come around and say, right, why aren't there enough good guys?
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't <true>. understand.
3: <laughs> because you treat them like that. As soon as your old flame rolls back into town, you're with them. That's true. Thank you.
1: got a little bit of truth in there that's That's true but they didn't take the easy way out. The easy way out is to give the guy super flaws, yes, so that there's yes. a reason True. that she leaves him, and that's which the easy ma- way out. They didn't take so that. Difficult. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually what
3: they do. They'll be like, he, 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 like yeah. uh, Serendipity a is bag. a movie I remember, and Serendipity is I, I lo- again. I love these movies. They're, some do, of yeah, them too. are classics, I and do, I love Serendipity. Me, I love them too. But like the, the the guy, you know, she she runs into John Cusack one night, and mm-hmm. they kind of talk to each other and whatever. They split their ways, and she goes back with this ridiculous new age artist, and the new age artist. Simply, seemingly does everything right. He's there. He gets her this unbelievably romantic proposal. Like, he does everything right. And then, like, they give one little conversation where he seems to be slightly more focused on his new CD coming out. God forbid he cares about work for 10 seconds. <laughs> no. And then no. that makes it okay for her, for her to leave this guy. Yeah. They yeah. just do that all the time. It's like, you know, well, he seems a little too focused on business. So, therefore... How about he's trying to make some freaking money so he can live in a house? The other guy—they don't—they leave, leave the story they before they're them. homeless under a bridge twenty years later. They make
2: okay. Too bad. Then you're talking about a Christmas.
1: You're talking about a holiday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Then it's holiday. You can't break. make them too bad. No, that's they're true. The we're, about, we're about to go back I, into that oh, season too. It's already, it's already started. I was started. watching, I one, the I was no, watching really? one the other night. I was watching the other night. they're already on like there Lifetime up. or
3: one of these. And uh, what are the
1: Christmas movies? Oh yeah, they're already. Which one? Which one?
3: I don't know the name of it. It was one where it was a cowboy. Um, he was like a cowboy type of guy. And he, ran, he was on a bus with a woman. And the, so the woman is riding to, of course, see her wonderful boyfriend who's this uh-huh. lawyer and high level <laughs> of oh, business. Oh, he's a lawyer. He's a dirtbag. Oh, yeah. You know
1: what it is. <laughs> and so,
3: But, of course, she meets some cowboy in the bus who wears a cowboy hat. And he's just salt-of-the-earth cowboy. Yeah. And the, the lawyer, you know, of course, says impossibly <laughs> insulting things like, uh, you know, uh, so how are you doing? Well, I make six figures. I'm doing pretty well. Oh, my God. What is that
1: conversation? We all
5: do that,
3: happen?
1: don't we? Don't, everybody who makes six figures as well, Oh yeah, I'm I'm six, making figures, six, figures. six figures. I do pretty well. Like, why would, would say that? <laughs> what? It never happens. Oh, that's great. It never happens. I got to see
3: that one. That oh, you got to see that. It was really cheesy. And <laughs> you're going to be shocked to hear. I don't want to give it away. No. no, no but I, gotta, I, I don't, don't dare give it away. Okay,
0: I won't.
1: I won't. Don't you tell me that she winds up with the cowboy, because I don't want to know yet. I didn't There's say no it. There's no way that she could wind <laughs> up with the cowboy after <laughs>
0: She found
1: out this guy was making six, six figures. figures doing pretty well.
2: He's doing
3: really well. Yeah, and they just tie in like whatever's <laughs> happening. Like the lawyer is of course a lawyer for this tech company. Yeah. Oh. And like oh, the yeah. tech company has like a Mark Zuckerberg type character oh, in it. Oh. And it's just like, oh it's so they're so painful. This must be so a new good. one. Is it? I don't know. must be a
1: 2014 one, huh? You don't think they're debuting movies this early, on? sometimes know. do. Wow. Uh, they're, it's solid, though. That's just fun. That's those great. movies are just fantastic. They, they are. They're fun. They're so bad. They're mm. fun. Uh, James in Louisiana. Hi, you're on Pat and Stu. Welcome. You there, and James?
6: I don't know, but I have never seen one of those movies.
1: <laughs> you have never seen and a Nicholas Sparks I've movie? I've never
6: seen any Nicholas Sparks movies.
1: Okay. Wow. And
6: I fi- wow. I feel very gratified in that. <laughs> 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 but- I gotta admit that you probably have a lot more sex with your wife. Than <laughs> <I do. laughs>
7: well, well, see, well, there, there you go. You
6: go. I, yeah, no, look, but, I, I, I
3: think look, there's know, a certain amount of effort a guy can put in. You can yeah. show up at a, at a Nicholas Sparks movie, and you can you can get through that.
6: Oh, no. If if I walk in and something like that's on TV, I'm going back to my room and finding a football game.
1: <laughs> and, All right, thanks a lot, James.
6: Probably that's probably why. You know, I don't have as much as you do. It's possible. It could be part
1: of it. That could contribute. It could be part
3: of it. Thanks for the call. Can we do Uh, Chad in Asheville here? This is is interesting. Chad, welcome to the Pat and Stu show.
6: Yeah. Guys, I'm a little embarrassed that I'm calling in for the first time (laughs) and I'm talking about a chick flick. (laughs) But forever, forever I'm on Stu's team, and so would Uh Pat, so would Glenn, and so would Jeffy. If they watched it again, Mystery science theater style, and you go play by play. Stu, your analysis was perfect, no.
5: except
6: the fact that Ryan Gosling, I don't care how he was, he was the summer fling, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't even know each other long.
3: Yeah. Right. That's true. This it's idea true. of love seems to be just one passionate fling when they
2: were youngsters. One passionate yeah. fling is love. But
3: I mean, yes, they yes, were. So,
6: all right, so I go weird. to war. My wife, my. All right, sorry, I'm going to be engaged to her. She nurses me back to health. Yeah, and we fall in love, and I happen to be successful, and I give her everything that she wants, and I love her to death sacrificially, undyingly. (laughs) Then she sees the person that she knew a summer. She wrote a beer. He got in the middle of the street. They lied on the street looking up at the stars. Yes, and she's gonna leave me for that. It's unbelievable. However,
1: however, what you're missing here is how hopelessly in love they were for that summer fling. It, oh they were gosh. hopelessly that, in love. Yes, that how is, much the that mother. Is
6: real as the Avengers for me. It's like, I can't do
1: those things. It's not real. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. I always say. That's uh, a pretty good assessment. It is. It is. It is, it is a pretty it's good fair. assessment. It's fair. it's fair.
3: And the thing that bothers me <laughs> most about it,
1: I mean, is that. The guy is wounded in I war. Know. She nurses him back to hell. He's a freaking war hero. War oh. hero.
2: He is super successful. He never wrote a bunch of letters that the mother hid,
1: though. No, that's yeah. true. So, that's, That's it. true.
3: And it's like the thing that bothers me most about it is that women look at a movie like that and think it's the most romantic story in the in the world. But like, look at the
1: behavior you're encouraging. <laughs> oh, you know what bothered me in along those lines is Bridges of Madison County. Oh, How I hated that story and hated the movie and hated that women love that so much the, her her husband certainly did nothing wrong. Are you, you know the you know the story, right? Ooh. She
5: yeah, so.
1: she has this uh, salt of the earth husband. Yeah. And then he goes off to a state fair or something, something in Iowa with the to. kids, yeah, yeah. takes the it kids. Takes the family. I mean, he's a hardworking daddy. He takes the kids so that the kids can have the experience with him and that she can have the time alone. She does. Some stranger comes in photographing bridges and she beds down with them. <laughs> well, but the stranger was Clint Eastwood. What the hell? The stranger what was is, Clint Eastwood. What is that? Point. What is that? And women are like... Oh! 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 You mean ew? <laughs> right. First of all, look at him with his shirt off. He's 73 years old. Ick! <laughs> Ick!
5: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, and then she had a great husband who loved her, treated her like a queen, tried to give her everything he he possibly could. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't the CEO of Apple, but he was a working farming guy. Yeah. And it's like. It's a horrible story. I hate that
5: story. <laughs> I don't I remember. I don't know that
3: I've ever actually <laughs> seen Bridges of Madison County. I, I've Hideous. used it in thousands of jokes over the years, but I don't know that I've actually ever seen it. Hideous. Triple eight seven two seven back.
1: More patents, too, and some actual topics. Okay, one more point still not done with uh, the well, Nicholas Well, Sparks two more.
3: <laughs> I just thought of a second point that needs to be brought out cuz this happened in the commercial. We just found out that Pat's wife has never seen That's The Notebook. <clears throat> which means it. he's never, never watched the, watch the Notebook
2: with her.
1: Right. Now right.
3: you you said you've watched it with your daughters. I've watched after it with my we two started was daughters. Laughing about yeah.
1: you watching it by yourself. But I didn't have have you ever, I never I never said I watched it by myself. Have you ever seen it by yourself one time? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not okay, I want I you to go
3: through your memory bags and think about that. Because mm-hmm. that, you win automatically the award for most girly.
2: <laughs> if you've don't watched me. The Notebook I, by
5: yourself.
1: Don't, don't I, I, I don't, don't think so.
2: That Jeffy! Jeffy! Don't ask me that question. <laughs> have you ever <laughs> watched I, I, any of these question. movies by yourself? Don't ask me that question. Oh, we're I'm asking God. you the question. unbelievable. Obviously you have.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> obviously you have. Know. Yeah. Yeah, I love the movie, though. I would it watch it by movie. myself. <laughs> if Look, I haven't, I would. To the point, like, it's
3: so insanely sappy. And, like, at the end, you could, it's okay to be bawling your eyes out at the end of that
1: movie. It's okay. Yeah,
3: yeah Well, you have to. But it's also pathetic. And uh, you don't need to watch it multiple times. It's like The Sixth Sense. You see it once. You, you know what's going on at the end.
1: I've seen, mul- I've seen multiple showings of Sixth Sense, it, too. Yeah, well, I, I have to on that one. Okay, love so, uh, but I wanted to bring up one other movie. Because
3: this article w- was, again, what do women root for in these movies? Listen to this. This is Runaway Bride okay what women root for uh, women in my theater actually applauded when Julia Roberts began began kissing Richard Gere Think about that a good guy has his fiance cheat in front of him the day before their wedding in a church. And women clap. It's psychotic. It is. It is. I don't understand. It's weird. It. No one ever thinks about the guy who's getting ditched. because. And then mm-hmm. how do they make you feel better about it? The guy that Julia cheats on is a little nerdy. You're supposed to think, well, she's too pretty to be with him anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, what about him? Yeah, right. He did nothing wrong. Plus, yeah. he's, a, he's a really good-looking guy. The guy that she eventually almost winds up with in Runaway Bride. Isn't that that big strapping... Good-looking I thought, guy? Yeah. I thought that one was, he was nerd. At least that's what I kind of remember going seen, through this. I mean, yeah, he's a little bit goofy, but he's he's a really good-looking guy. Okay. At least as good-looking as Richard Gere, I would I Yeah, Yeah, and Richard Gere is in the Nicholas. I saw the Richard
3: Gere Knights in Rodanthe. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that one, so. Oof. But oh, again, oof. in the theater with my wife once Period. I'm thinking
1: in the theater, paying for it. I is think so worse. too. Oh, so I no, think it's actually
3: traveling that's to go worse. and it's see a it, date making that movie. Choice, it's it's worse. a date No way. Uh, this is crazy. That's worse. All right. Well, look. I'm not going to admit that I've lost this debate. Pat's not going to admit it either. <laughs> Jeffy. Just
1: like Jeffy's lost the debate. Jeffy's lost the debate. We can
3: all come together yes. and, and agree that Jeffy's a yes. loser.
1: We're um, unified on
3: that. Uh, however, Josh Ernest is in the same <laughs> position. Apparently, he will not acknowledge that the Democrats actually lost this election. Watch.
7: You say
6: that Tuesday night was a big loss for Democrats.
7: Well uh, again Well again the, in terms of the like sort of uh, punditry and uh, analysis. Well, I mean, awesome. It's not so
0: no it's not punditry, it's a it's a real question. Yeah. But because you guys spin it I mean I understand why you're spinning it. You you a yeah, win for There are lots
7: of people who uh, who get paid a lot more money than I do. Uh, who are responsible for mm-hmm. offering up analysis and spinning the elections? And I- I'm not going to do that. Uh, what I'm focused on here, and what everybody here is focused on, is figuring out what we can do to uh, uh, to work with Republicans and move, and move the country forward. And those are the lessons uh-huh. uh, from the election, and, and that's what we're here to talk about. So it was good okay?
1: for Republicans
7: so bad for Democrats? Well, I know that's that is the mentality of Washington D.C. I also think that's the kind of mentality that voters aren't very happy about. I'm But you say, you're saying it
5: could
0: be good for Democrats.
7: Well, no, that's not what I'm
0: saying.
7: I'm saying I'm not going to pass judgment on the... Uh, well,
0: well, you, can say whether it's good. you can say it's good for Republicans, but you can't pass judgment on whether this. it's good or bad for Democrats. Right. Uh,
7: yeah. It's fine. It is. It is. I'm certainly disappointed in the outcome of the elections. The president is, too. I mean, you know, I, I'm okay with that. He, you know, that's. I
1: mean, what's he gonna say? But that had far worse moments than that. True. Yeah, because uh, well, what yeah. what is he gonna say? Yes, we took a beating. I mean, you could. Yes. I guess you could just. Even face, Obama said face up shellacking in 2010. He, did. he and, did.
3: and this time it was like, well, was probably, the minimum was, wage is the only thing we actually cared about, and that passed in five states. I mean, it was like it was. It, they're in complete denial. This and
1: time. I think it was actually worse this time than it was in 2010 because it was the Senate, and it's now both yeah. chambers of of Congress. That's it's bad. And make no to,
2: mistake. It's my, it's my
1: policies that are on. And he said yeah. that. Yeah. So I don't think this one's worse. I, I honestly it's think pretty bad, but it's pretty bad. I mean, 63 seats. I like in, it better than in, 2010. I'm, I feel better about this. I'm more satisfied after this election than I think I was at two th- in two th- 2010 because it was just a, it was the House. Well, I think, too. Well,
3: so and that was still but it's a historic majorities. The other thing about it, though, I will say is uh, 2010, we really expected a lot I mean, this was that, mm-hmm. the, you know, the Tea Party was at the peak, you know, like things were going so well. And to some degree, election night was a tad bit, a little bit of a letdown because there was a couple seats, mm-hmm. uh, Colorado, Nevada come to mind, that were really oh, close. And Nevada crushed us. Nevada crushed Remember us. That? And Colorado was, a, was another one, uh, Ken Buck, who I think, by That's the way, right. won uh, last, uh, the other night uh, for a House seat. Oh. Um, I, I think so. Um, but anyway, he almost, he lost in a really close race in 2010. So there were a couple disappointments. You, so you expected this huge wave, and you got almost all of it. You got like 95% of that wave. Here, we expected like, you know, I don't know, maybe a, a decent win, but not much more than that, and got a wave. So it feels, I think, a little bit better. Our it expectations does. were lower, at least mine were. Yeah, mine were. Um, but, uh, yeah. you know, look... Uh, and plus, the, the candidates I didn't love as much either. But it was nice. To, it was nice to see. I got to say. I mean, it would it, actually a nice night.
1: not have surprised me that it wouldn't have surprised me that much. Had the Democrats kept the, the majority in the Senate? Would not have. It would you know? either. I mean, I, I mean, I would I, have been disappointed, but it wouldn't have shocked me.
3: No. Uh, and, you know, we, we had the, the Senate board up here for a while. And it, there were states like North Carolina they could have easily lost. Right. Uh, you know, and uh, didn't. And they didn't. Um, uh, you know, Colorado could have easily. I mean, mm-hmm. it happened last time. Uh, Ken Buck was up in the polls. Before that election and Obama wound up losing. In Nevada, the same thing. Harry yeah. Reed was down by five points before that God, election that happened. Harry lost
1: yeah. would have been sweet. Yeah. Oh, oh man, oh, that would man. have been sweet. That would've been good. Uh meanwhile, the RNC spokesman is uh ranked Prebis is slamming the NAACP for unacceptable conduct he says proves how out of outdated they are. Uh and they really are. I mean, these guys are despicable. They completely ignored the victories of two blacks for major seats mm-hmm. in Congress. One, Tim Scott in South Carolina, being the first senator ever elected by the people in the South. The first black senator ever elected by the people in the South. I mean, that, that is huge and historic. Not a mention, not a peep no. out of the NAACP. No, and they, then they've, given, love. they've given Tim Scott a 0% rating, the NAACP. The worst. I mean, that, they're the worst, and and Mia Love, they didn't they didn't mention either, mm-hmm. and they just keep on with their agenda that the uh, Republican Party is, you know, racist and uh, extremist, and and so I think the I think uh, Priebus has a point there. I mean, here here the Republicans are taking historic strides toward uh, putting blacks in power. Getting um, them getting uh, the right percentage of blacks into seats, uh, showing that people are open minded on both sides of the aisle. I mean, now they're talking about Ben, Ben uh, Carson for for president, potentially. Yeah. So many people have come up to who, by the way, is black. uh, So many people have uh, hounded, I would say, Ben Carson to run for president. It looks like he's going to announce this weekend.
3: This weekend, really? Yeah. I mean, he is going to go. Uh, it does. It, it, he is not even hiding it. <laughs> you know, there's a few people who are not not hiding it. Rand Paul is one of them. Uh, Rand is going to run. Ben Carson is going to run.
1: Listen to what he said. Uh, he acknowledged in a uh, in an interview that he is considering considering making a bid for the White House in 2016. I think I have to consider that. With so many clamoring for me to do it, <laughs> so he even says people are clamoring for him to do it. Now, is that because we hate blacks so much? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's Asinine. It's, it's so, just so, so ridiculous. It's, it's it, so silly. I mean, it
3: obviously reveals this is about policy. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and it's just the same thing for Democrats, by the way. You know, we talk about this all the time. Like, it's not about the color of their skin, it's about policy. Same thing for mm-hmm. Democrats. They don't care if you're black and conservative. They don't care if you're black and you oppose one of their viewpoints. Then you're just as bad as any other evil tea partier. They only like black people when they agree with them. Yes. And, you know, they will That's- sit they will sit here and make them into the worst people on earth, which they will do to Ben Carson, which they ha- will do to Tim Scott, which they have done in the past to people like even Herman Cain. Uh, back in the day, Colin Powell, Th- these guys got attacked like crazy until Colin Powell started agreeing with him. And then he's great again. I mean, remember what they did to Colin Powell when he did that presentation in front of the United Nations oh, about yeah. Iraq? Oh, yeah. They were calling him the worst person on earth. Yeah. Now, the second that he turns around and loves Barack Obama, they're, they're on oh, his side. Yeah. But, I mean, now come on. Fine. Let's be honest about this. They don't care about black people at all. They care about people who vote for them, period.
1: And I, I think that's true of the N- NAACP. All they care about is what ideology are you. What ili- are you? Are you left-wing enough for them? Because if you're not, you're not even black. And that's why they ignore the Tim Scotts and the Mia Loves and the Ben Carsons of the world. Because I mean, what are they going to do if Ben Carson's elected president? We've got two in a row. What are they going to do then? They're, they're not going to like it. They're not going to uh, proclaim that yeah. racism is... It's is truly dead now. Because both parties dead. have elected a black man. Right. No, they're not going to... No way. No. No. no way. They'll just say, this guy's not black either. 888 727 More patents and Stu coming up. By the way, Ben Carson... I think it was 250 to one odds on Ben Carson. It's oh, not funny. a bad bet.
3: It's, it's not a bad at at bet. Not bad at all.
8: One, one comment,
3: and I get this on Twitter a lot, and I get it from Glenn a lot, which is he says, um, Must I remind everyone, Ben Carson is not conservative? Remember his Glenn interview. His Glenn interview interview as a whole was, there's not much wrong with it. I don't there think was,
1: we said he was super conservative. But,
5: but, he's, I but think he's, he's, he's
1: pretty conservative, he's, though. He's fairly conservative. Yeah,
3: he did not. The one comment that we had a, an issue with him, and I don't know if we've asked thing. him since, was, was he basically said, I, you know, I don't, you know, I'm a Second Amendment guy, but in certain instances in cities, I can see why you'd want more control on that. Yeah. Like he was talking about, yeah. like, you know, and look, I, I disagree with him on that. I, Big time. But again, it was like he had just been in the public eye for like a week when this occurred. Mm, yeah. It was really early on. I would like to see if he's evolved on that. I've been thinking about it a little bit more. Now that he's looking to run for president, maybe he's challenged himself on that. I'm not saying he's he look, he's not Ted Cruz. That's not what he's trying to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, you can't, I, like, I feel like a lot of uh, people who like, like Ted Cruz are just immediately dismissive of him. And I'm like, let's let him make mistakes before we just, you know, toss him away. I think he's pretty good. I mean, like, he's probably not going to be, to me, as good as is a guy like Ted Cruz. But, you know, I, I, he's very, I like him a lot. He seems, he's a smart guy.
1: He's a good representative, generally, of conservative values. We're going to have to find somebody in case uh, Ted Cruz does not run. Yeah, Glenn was really convinced. I I don't know who that person is right now. I maybe it's Ben Carson. We'll have to talk to him and have him on again. Tim Scott. Uh, You know, Tim Scott. Maybe, (laughs) Uh, but
2: we'll have. I'm not convinced Ted Cruz is going to run either. I wasn't one point either, but I'm with you on
1: that. Yeah, I'm not totally convinced. If he runs, he's my guy, obviously. But will he win? Doubt it. And then in the end, we're going to have to find somebody else. And it's, you know, Ben Carson, I don't know. Jeb Bush. I mean, look, Ben Carson. Uh, yeah. Jeb Bush is absolutely out for me. <laughs> we I'm should... not voting for Jeb Bush. You talk about somebody yeah. who's not conservative.
3: Yeah, that's okay. Oh it's Jeb freaking Bush. We should do our ladder again. Remember, we had the ladder yeah, of like we'll ranking them yeah. because, like, for example, yeah. Ben Carson clearly beats Jeb Bush. Yes. Clearly yes. beats Chris Christie. Yes. yes. Clearly beats John Huntsman Jr. Oh my yes, God. I mean, yes. all these guys that are mentioned constantly uh, and yeah. thrown out there, there's a lot that Probably Ben Carson beats isn't. Mitt Romney. Beats Mitt Romney for me. I mean, at least, you know, I think he's around. I think he's a slightly more conservative than Mitt Romney is, is my guess. Um, but I would, you know, Mitt Romney has a whole other set of issues. Yeah. Um, you know, like he's, I would say he right now in my head is right in that Marco Rubio area.
1: We're like he, Marco Rubio does a lot Rubio's of things. He's making a comeback. With he's, me. Yeah, he's been better with me lately. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Stu and I are on <laughs> the same plane with a lot of these guys. Who's the other one that was making a comeback? Scott with Brown. This?
5: Scott Brown. No. Like, no, he I Scott blew
7: Brown it, today? it on
3: election
1: day. Oh boy, yeah. from Louisiana too. He absolutely oh, blew Jindal, it. Oh yeah. Jindal, yeah. See, Jindal, yeah, Jindal I think Jindal. is
3: more conservative than all those guys. I think Jindal's more conservative than. Yeah, but what about the speech? <laughs> Thank you. What about the well, speech? Marco Rubio too had the water <laughs> speech. The Marco Rubio water speech was nothing. He stopped to take a friggin' drink in the middle of the
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rubio's problem is immigration because he yeah. he yeah. had a he had a strong stand on immigration then he backed off it completely he, and went the other way again and I know that you sucked.
3: say it's the same thing with Carson but other than immigration yeah. Rubio's been pretty freaking yes, good he has. He has. he's not been perfect yes I and immigration is an issue uh, mm-hmm. it's a big one and he needs to get that right. Um, and I don't know that any conservatives now will take him seriously because you're right. He tried to find that wonderful middle ground, yeah. and, and it, you know I didn't, you know I didn't agree with him on that. But other than that, he has not been terrible. He's not. And, and we, we wind up holding these guys to such impossible standards sometimes
1: well, that they have to agree with us on every single right. issue, every single time. And other than Ted Cruz, I don't know anybody like that. I know. And, and I would say he saying, like, lost a little, but he found his way. It looks like he found his way back.
2: Rubio, yeah. yeah. So, I think he has. Yeah, I mean, I In your matchup right now, it comes down to two guys.
3: Pat Gray, because that's the deciding vote. I'm putting okay. you in an impossible situation. Uh-huh. You're you're in Texas. It comes down to the Texas primary impossibly. Wow. Uh, it's tied. You would oh cast God. the deciding vote in the entire state. And Shoot. the two people on the ballot are Rand Paul and Marco Rubio.
1: Rubio. I,
3: that's a pretty significant wow. move. That's a
1: big change. That's, I don't even have to think about that one.
3: That's a big change, though. I mean, from us maybe really? a hmm. year or two ago... I'm not a Rand Paul fan. No, you really I haven't. no but... No. I mean, that's... I know, but... You know, that's interesting. That's uh, a tough one. It's a, yeah. That is a tough one. I, I like... I'm liking Rubio more, but, you know, he is... I think Rand Paul has, you know... The, the thing, what we're, look at what we're doing with Rand Paul, though. And, and I've been in, on Glenn's case a little bit on this. And, like, we like Rand Paul. Rand Paul's been yeah. on the show a million times. Rand Paul would be better than 99% of people who have been in Washington over the last 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, I, he, look, we know how crappy Washington has been. So it's not, we're, we're splitting hairs between good
1: people here, I think. He'd but, be the best president since George Bush. He would. And certainly, I, you know. <laughs> I, ah. Would he be better than Barack Obama? Yes. yes. Much better. Both terms.
3: Both, wow! Even the first time no, was, was all hopey and changing. Yeah. But the point yeah. here, though, is like <laughs> Rand Paul. We are trusting Rand Paul to play some game, right? Mm-hmm. We are saying, hey, Rand, because we know you are a seemingly principled guy, and you come from a family with a guy who is very supposedly principled, and libertarianism. You've stood up for these values for a long time. So we are saying, okay, we will excuse you. Uh, You know, endorsing Mitch McConnell. Mm -hmm. We will excuse you saying that voter ID doesn't seem to be that important. We will excuse because what we're doing is we're all saying we know who you really are and it's okay if you lie and play this game over and over again because we know who you truly are at your core. We don't do that with anyone else.
1: And I don't do it with him. We never accept that from other politicians. Um, I I don't do it
3: with him. Yeah, and and maybe you're being the consistent one. I mean, you know, the things I do really like about Rand Paul, I really do. Uh, There's a lot to like. I mean, like his budgets were. Way better than, you know, Mm -hmm. the Paul Ryan budget, who's another guy who, you know, is going to be probably running. Huge disappointment. Yeah, like, but, you know, so a lot of things he's fantastic on. But, like, I don't... Why... He was going to be on the show today, by the way, and had to cancel for something. He's going to be hopefully on next week. And we can ask him some of these questions. Because I... I don't know that he could admit it yet because he's not admitting that he's running for president. And if he admits he's playing a game, well, then he loses all credibility. So it's hard to have a conversation. But that's what I thought, what I thought we didn't want from politicians. We didn't want someone who's going to go in there and say, well, you know, look, uh, I know what people want to hear. And I have these values and I'm going to fight for them hard. But, you know, my public face is going to be a little bit off of that stuff. But you just need to trust me. And I don't feel like I want to do that with anybody, including Ted Cruz. But Ted Cruz doesn't make me do that because he says what he believes all the time. And maybe that means it makes him unelectable. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, we're it's going to be a fascinating uh, election cycle. It, it really is, uh, even more fascinating than this last one was with the with the midterms, uh, which were so fascinating that MSNBC has kind of admitted that uh, Barack Obama's the problem. We had Chris really? Matthews admitting it. Had Ed Schultz admitting it. Do what? we have these? Let's let's watch uh, let's watch what Matthews talk about uh, Obama and the midterms.
8: He didn't think that was a true American constituency. he kept saying the two-thirds that didn't vote. He didn't really agree with the people who voted last night. And here's where it's really going to be a problem. He set basically a deadline of the end of the year where he's going to use an executive order to deal with his version of dealing with immigration. He always talks about common ground. Well, damn it, you cannot run a government on common ground. He misses the main point of politics, which is to be a politician and to trade. You want this? Okay, you want to take care of the people here legally have been here 20, 30 years. Here's what I want. No more legal hiring. And that's all in the Senate bill. But he won't sell the compromise. There's something in this guy that just plays to his constituency and acts like there's no other world out there. And that's going to be a collision at the end of this year like you haven't seen. I do believe it will be waving a red flag in front of the bull. I think uh, Mitch McConnell's headed for a fight with the president. That's that's
1: interesting because the next time somebody else disagrees with the president and his policies like he was just taking issue with him there, They'll be racist. Right. So I assume Chris Matthews. Chris
3: Matthews, in his own eyes, is a racist. Yeah,
1: I assume. I assume, because that's that's what he'll do to the next person You could not tell me there policies. isn't an element of racism. Yeah, that's it's what he always does. Such bullcrap.
3: But that's an interesting point, and I'm not sure that I actually agree with him there. I, you know, it's weird. Compromise. What he was discussing is, okay, I want lower taxes, and you want 3,000 times the amount of abortions. Let's trade those two things. Well... So I'm agreeing to your abortion thing, and you're agreeing to my tax thing. It's like, well, I don't know that I want the government to run like that. That Yeah, I don't either. That seems like, I mean, common ground is something you can find. There are things that you can come together on. Uh, You know, and, and, And can there be a little give and take as well? Yeah, I think you put up with something. Like, the perfect thing here in this situation is the individual mandate. The President of the United States campaigned on not having an individual mandate it was his policy literally his policy when he was elected was no individual mandate it's stupid the republicans also want that We realize we don't want all of Obamacare either. We want the rest of it gone. But a good compromise would be, okay, you've lost this thing. You didn't want this policy anyway. It's the main problem I have with Obamacare, to be perfectly honest. I mean, there's a lot of programs where we give money to people and we ruin markets. But when you are forcing people to buy something, there's just something completely morally wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest problem I have. Why not give that up? That's an easy one. And then we work on something else. You take out the worst thing from Obamacare, and and then the next election, when you're not in office, we'll deal with the rest of it if we can get it done. I think so too. That's a fair compromise. It's not something they're going to do though.
1: Uh, real quick before the break. Now let's let's also see the Ed Schultz uh, taking issue with Obama and, and see what he says about it.
9: Two press conferences today. The first one, the new incoming Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell focused to the point very direct. The president later on, subject after subject, almost rambling, certainly looking For all the right words in a very conciliatory tone, but how far will the president actually go? Last night was a complete rejection of the president of the United States and what he stands for. You can't sugarcoat it. There were four main Democratic themes in this election that simply did not work. Democrats Mm -hmm. focused on income inequality, the war on women, voting rights, and fighting bad trade deals. Thank you! Now, those themes, they just... Didn't ring true with voters. <laughs>
5: the, what? Wow. The heck!
3: I've never seen a segment like that before on Ed Show. Oh,
1: wow. Wow. We gotta we gotta digest that. that. Maybe not. play it again. Coming up here uh, on Pat and Stewart. That could not be Ed Show. That, that was that real? Was that a Saturday Night Live look-alike? Of that, was Garth that was actually That was actually Okay. Okay. It was <laughs> right. Garth Bunk. Wow. Wow. That was
0: something.
5: Yeah. yeah.
1: Ed Schultz just told the truth yeah, for the first time possible. in his life. This is uh, impossible. It could not be Ed Schultz. That could not be Ed right? Schultz. That was an amazing admission. Wait, let's go through that again
9: <laughs> and make sure we saw what we think we saw uh, from Ed. Two press conferences today. The first one, the new incoming Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell focused, to the point, very direct. The president, later on, Subject after subject, almost rambling, certainly looking for all the right words in a very conciliatory tone. But how far will the president actually go? Last night was a complete rejection of the president of the United States and what he stands for. You can't sugarcoat it. There were four main Democratic themes in this election that simply did not work. Democrats focused on income inequality, Mm -hmm. the war on women, voting rights, and fighting bad trade deals. Now, those themes, well, they just didn't ring true with voters.
5: (laughs) I love that.
1: Wow. Ow. I'm surprised. I give him I'm credit really on that. you got to give him credit that on that. That is not That's... in the character of Ed Schultz. No, it's no, not. Really I, I didn't mean, think he told. Was. He just told the truth. That's it's, a straight out what happened. It was a total rejection of Barack Obama and his policies, all of them. Yeah. He is still it, pissed that Barack never came on with them. He did not. Yeah. Well, maybe. But he didn't, he didn't mention health care, so maybe he's kind of hedging a little bit there. But I income inequality. But income inequality, that is great for him to notice that. The communist agenda of income inequality. Equality? come on! Because <laughs> war on women is one war on that's been women. sort of is
3: So stupid. Because they lost and easily winnable states like Colorado. Right? Are, you know, so that one I've seen the income inequality to admit that and and the voting rights thing yeah, is
1: another great okay. admission because that thing is oh. so bogus. And
3: I, you know, look, this is separate from it being important, but trade deals don't work with people. They don't care about them.
1: Right. No, they, they, I, they don't care about frankly. Trade I didn't deals. hear anybody talking about trade deals really. But so, but the other no? three, I think he was dead on with those. Mm.
2: And somebody on uh, the feed here had a great point though. They are teeing it up for (laughs) cankles.
3: Hi, and welcome back to the program, the broadcast, the show. Coming up, uh, we have um, this video. We played a little bit of this video last week. I don't, do we have the original at all? Um, this was because uh, this is the, uh, the video. This woman was complaining about being sexually harassed in the streets a mm-hmm. hundred times in a day. And she walked around New York for 12 hours and men said things like, how you doing? Uh, Smile. God bless you. Uh, uh, hey You look, you look you, beautiful. You look beautiful. And a couple there were a couple creepy uh, elements as but well. Can
1: you imagine a man saying to a woman, "You look beautiful?" No. Oh, my gosh. Uh,
3: that was more of the more oh aggressive ones. Most of them how were just like, is that?
1: Uh, hey, you know,
3: show me a smile," or "Hey, uh, how are you?" Like seriously, <laughs> one guy said, "God bless you." He may have been a street yeah. preacher. I don't He's even got know.
1: Five thousand <laughs> dollars. I, mean, I love that guy. But you know, it's it's not like somebody was yelling, uh, "Hey, nice rack!" Yeah, no, it's Nice not. rack, over there. Yeah.
3: Think about this. This is this is her big example. She got zero like instances of that, yeah. right? Like right. she got a couple. One guy walking next to her. Let's let's show some of this club. There's one guy that walks next to her, which is uh, a little disturbing. Go ahead, Ron. Yeah, Roll. here's what happened.
1: Okay, smile.
5: Wow. Smile.
1: Smile. What's up, beautiful? Have a good day. Hey, what's up, up, girl? girl? How you doing? Somebody's acknowledging you for being beautiful. You should say thank you more for real. Uh, God bless you.
3: That guy checks her out pretty creepily.
5: You know, guys, look
1: at girls. I mean, sexy American Eagle. Oh, and by the way, American Eagle is splashed across her butt. Right. So somebody noticed that, and then this guy walks next to her, which is creepy. I, I will give you that. Four minutes later, still walking next to her. That, not nah, come on, that's not cool. That is just not cool. Five minutes later, he's still walking next to her. How you doing? Good. good. Hey, okay, look at that. Hey, look at there. I just saw a thousand dollars.
3: Now we, I will say this about this video. <laughs> we pulled the worst parts of it. Like that is the as bad as it gets, intentionally, so you can see as bad as it gets. The rest of it is boring because it's filled up with people going, Hey, hi, hi, hey, you, sun's out. Yeah, like it's really, it's even less than, that's the most offensive parts of it. So anyway, Stephen Crowder, who's on, uh, he's on Dana's show uh, quite frequently and been on Glenn's show as well. Mm -hmm. He, uh, his, uh, he did a video to try to kind of see the other side of this. Is this actually true? And he put it together. Watch this.
0: Hey, you have a good day, miss. And here's the thing. She said that this footage was taken over 10 hours with 100 catcalls in New York. That made the highlight reel. She was scraping the bottom of the barrel with have a nice day miss. What do you think the other 80-something catcalls were? It's a compliment. Ugh, I roll. But is this representative <laughs> of all women, even most women, even a tiny sliver of women? I took a hidden camera to the local mall to find out.
3: All right. So uh, we, have, we have the footage. This is interesting. So he's going to try, I guess, to actually cat call women and see how they react do they react the same way she does now a cat call is yeah or right? nice rack i feel like or it's, nice rack. it's the stereotypical or construction nice worker butt. that used or... to be the joke back in the way yeah. they'd all be hanging out at the workplace not working they'd see a hot girl go hey, by they'd honey, all what out. are you doing later on the night Come right. over, over here
5: like the one guy I
3: and, I, and i honestly think if this wasn't a feminist point it would be racist They would all be out here saying, I can't believe they made this racist point against these fine young black gentlemen because there's barely a white guy in the entire video that she published. And it's like, well, is it possible there's just a cultural difference there that they are, you know, a black guy might be a little bit more uh, vocal about expressing that where I would just nerdily stand in the corner? It's possible. Um, But, you know, look, you look at the entire video and you don't see, uh, you know, uh, anything Dramatically over some crazy line, it's you know, it might be a little bit annoying some of it, but none of it was to that level. Steven Crowder went out to ch- test out these same words and to see if it had the same effect on women.
0: Oh, you have a beautiful smile! I, I, you know? I love your hair, I like your glasses. Very nice. Well, you have very pretty eyes. So. Looking good, ladies. Love the coats. Can I just say you are gorgeous? Very pretty smile about it. Now, is your birthday December? Would be the perfect stone for your eyes. Would be this even worse than have a nice day, miss. I actually complimented them. <laughs> on their features. Not one woman was offended or mad. As a matter of fact, when I apologized... Oh,
4: yeah.
0: I meant that in a non-creepy 30. way. Oh, thank you. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's great, thanks. Sorry, I thank just... Sorry, I am you... sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, that God. I didn't mean to be inappropriate. Oh, no. Oh, no, I just meant no, it's pretty I'm hair. Fine. No, okay. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks. Well, board. thank you. Sorry, sorry I shouldn't... I, didn't... I meant that in a complimentary way, not yeah, a creepy way. I know it's... I know okay, good, thank you. My apologies. I, I don't mean that in a... I should. I don't mean that in a creepy way. I mean in a complimentary way. So there you go. So what does this prove to us at the end of the day? Uh, not a ton. Namely, that anyone can edit and make a YouTube video. <laughs> also, that feminists suck. Where are you from?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It does prove that point. It, it, yeah, yeah, he it states does. that accurately. It makes that point uh, in spades.
3: But it seriously, really let's just say, you went out there as a, uh, a, a white conservative woman. You were a white, you're known for being a conservative, a white conservative woman, and walked around some um, largely African American Hispanic neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then put, edited together 10 hours of footage, edited down to a couple of minutes, where you took the worst parts of the entire culture and you edited together, and it was all black men and Hispanic men you saying things racist. to this poor white woman, and then you produced it and you mm-hmm. let it out on some Republican website. They would be calling it racist like crazy. In that, under those circumstances, no doubt in my mind that would happen. For some reason, this is like mm-hmm. I, mean, she, this, I saw this woman on uh, what's the Billy Bush show? Uh, Access Hollywood, right? Which mm-hmm. is it? Is that Access Hollywood? No one know. knows.
1: I don't. Seriously,
3: nobody knows what show Billy
1: Bush, Bush is on. Show. I don't even know who Billy Bush is. Oh, yeah. Pop Crush. Is Access. Okay, we're Let's going go Access Hollywood.
3: Access. Hollywood. Access Hollywood. That's a mainstream pop culture yeah. show. And she's just on there, like, I know, I just went around, I walked around the city, I couldn't believe what happened. What happened? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I mean, think, happened. she had to put things like God bless you in her video to try to make it overwhelmingly positive mm-hmm. right, for her point. And it's not. I mean, it was just really it's sad, and I'm glad you to see that. Did you see the one on.
1: that somebody did in uh, Auckland, New Zealand? Some woman walked through the streets, much better looking than this woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, walked through the streets of Auckland, New Zealand, and then supposedly for the same amount of time, and nobody said anything to her. Nobody said anything to her. The only time anybody even said anything was one guy walked up to her and asked directions, and then somebody else said, I don't know. Something.
5: Again, racist. Innocuous. They went
3: to a white country and yeah. trying to make the point that mm-hmm. white people don't do that. That's horrifically racist. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, and again, like uh, you could go to... There was a pretty funny video. Did we show the one with... Um, the male version from Funny or Die, I think it was Funny or Die, which was pretty funny. It was just, like, guys walking down. It was a guy walking down to see what happened to him. And, like, women were just, just yelling out, hey, you need a job? Hey! Yeah, you, know, uh, you know, it was all like they were giving privileged sorts of comments to the guy, and he did nothing to entice them. It was pretty funny. <laughs>
1: That's so it's, funny. It's a pretty funny video. Um, do you, uh, now, when you walk down the street, Jeffy, do people say, hey, nice rack? D- does that happen? uh every, every time, time does it it, it does yeah, he does yeah. have a nice
3: racket I,
1: <laughs> I will say that <laughs> i say that. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be sexist but you you, you do. do have a nice you rack. do honey you do
3: okay
1: all right pumpkin thank, thank you. you okay pudding you're welcome you. i just i i didn't mean that in a creepy way by the way i meant that uh complimentary way nice well, rack. that stinks Oh, okay. I
3: meant it. <laughs> you actually wanted it in a creepy way. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah, it's that's Jeffy. Jeffy. Yeah, no, I just I, this one for some reason fires me up because it's like I, you know yeah, it's it, aggravating. It, it's insanity, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, look, I understand. You know, you could go to you want to go you want to see what it's really like to be to, for this to happen. Go. Um, there was a woman who did this in did a similar video, and I want to say it was somewhere in the Middle East or maybe it was India. I mean, they were grabbing her. They were saying incredibly inappropriate things. Like, that stuff does exist. These guys in this video, who I'm supposed to be racist against because I'm conservative, uh, you know, look, did they go too far in a couple of instances? Yeah, but uh, overall it was not that dramatic. And nothing that I haven't seen happen to, to you know, uh, other people many times. It's not, a, it's not something you necessarily love, but most of the stuff was just random compliments or, or less than that. Many of it was just getting the attention of someone walking by, which you might if you're, you you're—you want to take in internally and say they are all sexually harassing me by saying hello. Aren't you being a little cocky there? Like, what if they're just saying hello? The guy who says God bless you didn't necessarily want to have sex with you. OK, he said, God bless you. That does, you can say all you want that that's what that means, but it doesn't necessarily mean that.
2: You've got to kind of pick and choose, though. I mean, in defense of her, just a little, and, I, and originally I had no defense for her, but in uh, in her defense, a little, if she does say hello back to some of these people, it opens the door for more, but, which but, that puts mm-hmm. you into trouble. So you kind of got to pick and choose. It a might put bit. you into trouble. It also might put you into a nice conversation. How else? If
3: are are we at the point of our society where people cannot form a relationship if they see each other on the street? Is Pretty that close. is that where we are? Pretty close. We have a atti- Craigslist has an entire section of what was it misconnections or whatever yeah. when you're on the train and another girl's on the train and you post your thing there and it's this, this is this is every Nicholas Sparks movie.
1: You post your thing. You post it,
3: you that like say. That might study. be a little too far. Per- perhaps I have not explained that thoroughly enough. You <laughs> post, hey, I was on the train at this time. We made eye contact. Oh, okay, and that's different
1: than posting your thing. That
3: is different than posting your thing, and I'm sorry yeah. I didn't clarify that. Yeah. Uh, for those Me who are- too, I was too. But, but like, <laughs> uh, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> in, in all honesty, like, if you're, you're a guy, and you're. And, and again, I've never done this, so I'm, I'm explaining, I'm trying to defend something that I am absolutely clueless about in some ways, because. I have no game and no balls. Okay, you know I'm a guy that never talks mm-hmm. to any girls, mm-hmm. and this is why I'm lucky I'm married.
1: Well, and you're married, yes. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah
3: now you I don't be need doing to. Doing that. Um, but, it's, it's perfect. But time, like, then. if you're a guy and you're uh, you're uh, you're uh, you're on uh, you're walking down the street and you see a pretty girl, can you not do what Stephen Crowder did? Are we at a point in our society where you can't just approach someone that you don't know and say, uh, wow, you look beautiful
1: today? You I, can't I, do that.
3: That's yeah. now sexual even, harassment.
1: Even if I weren't married, I would not do that. I wouldn't do it either. For that reason. For that reason. For so that we, reason. Yeah, we're pretty close to that. Because,
3: because you yeah. think that's the correct thing or you think because, that's just where our society is no, because go? that's
1: where we are now. You okay. just can't. You can't say it. First of all, how do relationships she might start? Be, is it all sh- internet dating now? Is I, that I, I don't know. And how creepy did that start out be? Yeah. I mean, internet dating meant death at first. You know, that was a pretty dangerous thing to be doing. Now there's Match.com and eHarmony and all that stuff. And I guess it's completely acceptable and a lot of people meet that way. But... In the beginning, that was not a good way to go. Yeah, I, I, there's a friend of
3: mine who was pretty early on the internet dating thing and met his wife. Uh, I used to talk about dating.
1: We used to do subjects on that when I first yeah. got into talk yeah. radio. Don't do that. Yeah,
3: like it's crazy. You're no get one should do it. it was a really crazy. And he got married. He was on the very early, uh, you know, cutting edge of that, I guess. And wow. If, I think I remember they, him telling me early married. on, they wouldn't admit it. It, it, was, it was like we, yeah. they wouldn't really tell that part of the story yeah, because it I'll was bet. so frowned upon and it was so weird was at stigma. the beginning. Right. And now it's just, I think it's pretty much how everybody meets.
2: Oh, you got a, some Tinder love. What uh,
3: was that, Jeffrey? Tinder love. Tinder love. Tinder. tinder. Oh, t- tinder
1: tinder yeah, love. Tinder. Tinder's the hookup yeah. site, right? The hookup site, yeah. Cuz that's so, actually GPS
3: enabled. So you, yeah. uh, So you,
1: they know where you are. You know where they are. Yes. Uh, and it gives you and the, if you he- like their picture, then you get back to them, right? Right.
2: Yeah. You go through the pictures, don't like them, exit out, gone. History I. Nice there day. was
1: one of the skiers talked about that at the Olympic Games, yeah. right? This is like Tinder heaven. And she she said, I forget which of the U.S. skiers it was, but one of the really talented ones, and I think she wound up winning a medal, but she said uh, at the beginning of the games she was so obsessed with it that it was distracting her uh, regiment. And getting ready for for her race. And she had to stop doing it because everybody was hooking up so much. (laughs) (laughs) And the story that accompanied that said, you know, you got all these attractive, well-toned, highly trained, in-shape athletes meeting each other. What's going to happen? happen? And they're all in a village. They built a village for them.
5: Yeah.
3: It's like, it's like a really twisted John Galt situation. And, and They've really, all built a village together. To and it took all a the village
1: hotties. to get them together, and they did get together. Yes. Yeah. So, so there you go. There was some stuff going on in the village. Mm-hmm. I remember I had some friends of mine try this in, uh, on the mean streets. In uh, Helena? Three in three, Helena. How do you trust people on the mean streets? Uh, you don't. They all died within the first t- five minutes. <laughs> they were, they were <laughs> That's going, a short story. Yeah, that, was yeah, not, they all died. that was not as extensive they as I expected. They all died within <laughs> five minutes. They were going to go for 17 hours. All dead within five minutes. Wow. Oh, wow. It's terrible. Don't try this. Even no the way.
3: cameraman was. cameraman. That's gone. why, like a all Blair Witch days. thing, we found right. it later. Yeah. We found the, uh, the footage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> More patents too coming up. Hey, baby. That's What's right. What's up, baby? We'll be back for you in five minutes with our Mr. Microphone. Huh? huh? Oh, yeah.
5: That's right. That's right, Mama.
1: I appreciate it. We got the uh, the favorite foods of the stars. What? I've been holding on to this for a long time. This is a gem that deserves a Friday airing. Okay. Okay? All right. Uh, These are some of the favorite foods of people that you've heard of. So you're probably going to want to go out and make them your favorite foods. Right. Because you've heard of these people. (laughs) This and now you want to do the same thing as they do. That is a strange right? approach. That is a
3: strange <laughs> uh, thing. It's our culture. It, it kind of is, yeah. Um, um, and by the way, we will be trying uh, spoons. We're going to have a segment come up where we oh, try we food, uh, which is funny. And then you'll want to make your favorite food our favorite, the, food. Our favorite foods because... Mm-hmm. Again, there's no reason, really, for that. No, there's really Uh, no reason. uh, But we will try this new... We're going to try some new stuff from Chipotle today. Um, Which, again, has nothing to do
1: with lunch. I mean, it's just... No, this is science. This is for you. This is science. How much do we have to do for you people? I mean, we give and we give and we give. And what do we get in return? Nothing. Cat calls when we're walking down the street. People saying, hey, sexy, bend
3: over, you... Talk show host? Oh my no, gosh. you know what's what? happened
1: once. Oh to me. my gosh! Oof, man, so often. Please come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you think Elvis Presley's favorite food was? Uh, You'd think a, n- a nanner
5: sandwich,
1: right? Right. is a peanut butter nanner sandwich? No, apparently not. Well, it, Elvis's favorite food was uh, van- vanilla ice cream. I love him for that. Vanilla ice
8: cream.
3: You know, I, it's amazing. I don't know anyone outside of Jeffy who just likes, you know, heavy cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just generally in anything. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know anyone who's passionate over vanilla ice cream. Oh, I mean, I'm passionate over yeah, ice cream, yeah. and yes. vanilla is an example of ice cream. But if I go to a place yes. that has 100 flavors, never once will I order vanilla.
1: Not ever. You're right. Never. Exactly right. And yet, you know what the number? I mean, by far, it's <laughs> not even close. On all the flavors it, from all the brands every single time the number one seller by far vanilla vanilla, vanilla. that's that's a s- and i i think i figured out why it is i'm not positive okay. but i think that's because it's neutral enough that you put a bunch of stuff on it like you put hot sauce or hot sauce a s- a hot fudge wow, okay. or like <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> g- g- a little or like uh, a caramel yeah, sauce okay. yeah. or you put fruit on it or something yeah. it just goes well with everything yeah, with vanilla go, yes cuz it's plain but if to eat by itself yeah I mean, you're gonna go, you know, chocolate at least, aren't you?
3: Yeah, and like, if there's vanilla, chocolate, strawberry. I will occasionally order vanilla if it's just those three choices. Like, sometimes I'll get in the mood for just a vanilla. But, like, when you, when you go to a, one of those places that has, like, 40 flavors in the, in the tanks and you're kind of, like, looking down and you're like, oh, yeah. oh, I
1: want that one. I'm never well, going to I, vanilla. And I don't think I've ever seen anybody say, uh, yeah, give me three scoops of vanilla with nothing else on it. <laughs> right. I know. I yeah. want a
5: cone of nothing but vanilla. That's <laughs> a great Because
1: point. I'm the most boring vanilla person you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. I wear only white and I only eat white things. Like vanilla. Yeah, uh, it's true. I don't see that, and I think never. I can see
3: why it would be a big seller in that uh, some people might not like, you know, uh, a crazy flavor. So if you're gonna like host a dinner party and, or you know Thanksgiving, you're gonna put ice cream on top of a pie. Okay, well maybe it's gonna be vanilla. Everyone can kind of agree on it. It's easy. But yeah, for, for, it goes know, with everything. Yeah, and I, I guess you don't mind it as much. I just, you know, that's your favorite food. It's weird. Yeah,
1: yeah but for for Elvis, man, it was vanilla. It Plus, was vanilla.
2: You know, mixing with other things. When you buy ice cream, let's say you buy different flavors for the house. Yeah. You have the vanilla in. To, I mean, it makes it last a little bit longer. Spreads it out a little bit. You have some Rocky Road and
1: some vanilla.
3: Jeffy, you're just arguing for buying more ice cream. Oh that's, that's nothing to do it's with it. It's all you're so doing. Good.
1: It's all you're doing.
3: You just like food. It sounds so good.
1: Now, for ice cream. Uh, John Lennon. The ice cream? Why do we not have ice are, cream can we go? Can we Sorry. go to okay. John Lennon yeah. now? Mm-hmm. John Lennon's favorite room service snack was cornflakes with cream. Yeah. Did you ever gr- eat cereal with cream? Uh, this morning.
2: <laughs> that, Pat just told us he started doing that. Wait, what? <laughs> the other
3: day.
1: I, I listened to you, Pat. Thank you. I listened to you. I Wait, get that you said rate.
3: half and half, I thought. Yes, it was okay. half and half. No. What is That's half still, and half? Yeah. Cream. Half
1: cream. Half cream, half milk. Half right. milk, essentially. And so there was half. only... Uh, fat-free milk, which I, I mean, that's like water with, uh, you know, uh, some curd in it or something. It's gross. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I've gone totally the other way now. And, there, and then there was and then there was half and a half, so I put the half and half in it. Oh, good.
3: <laughs> I'm to the point now I'm using almond milk on my cereal.
1: Oh,
5: uh, yeah?
3: Now that's, look, as a man, I, I lost my whole Nicholas Sparks argument saying I put did. almond milk on my cereal. Yes. But there's something about it I like in cereal. It's got like that, you know, it's got a nutty sort of flavor to it, but it's mm. super light. I mean, it's like Half the calories of like skim milk. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's like super mega like, light. But I just, I just like it for some I didn't reason. Know that. You come to the point where you eat that stuff. Like, you know, diet soda, we've obviously mocked me for many times. But it's mm-hmm. like, I just, regular soda to me, I can't even drink. It's like, mm. it's like, I just feel like I'm just mainlining sugar. You know, it's just like, wow. it, it tastes way too yeah, sweet for me. I don't good. like it as much anymore. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Jerry Lewis was apparently crazy. Is crazy. Is still alive. Uh, is crazy about Wendy's burgers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Will Chamberlain's favorite sandwich was peanut butter and mayo on white bread. Peanut butter and mayonnaise. We ever
3: any? You never tried oh. that, Jeffy? No, I have not. Um, I, there's an interesting thing. Athletes do this. They get into really bad eating habits. I think it was uh, Dwight Howard. Did you hear this story about Dwight Howard? He's a, you know he plays for the Houston Rockets now. Um, but he had a real... 6-0, and oh, by the way. Yeah, they're 6-0. Oh. Uh, had a real problem with candy. Mm-hmm. To the point where he was eating, like, half of his diet was like Skittles. And he was just, like, eating just Skittles. And he, and they think that was one of the reasons he had a bad year. I think the year he was with the Lakers. Because really? he was eating such a terrible diet of, like sugar and starburst and like all, all the time he like wasn't eating real food he just like loved candy so much and no. finally he switched that around and you look at you look at him he looks like you know they call him superman but he looks like a superhero i mean he's the most jacked guy you've ever seen well, in that's what life.
2: candy does to you Stu. <laughs> i mean i am a perfect example of that yeah that's what candy does to you is that are
3: you uh, a perfect i'm just saying that's how you got that body is what you're saying Thank you. So like, just give me that one body. Dwight, at, at Dwight yeah. Howard. Candy, step out.
1: Step Jeff out Fisher, from from candy. behind the the, uh, the podium and see. let's let's take a look at that incredible Adonis body. Can we get a side by side of Jeffy, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Dwight yeah. Howard? Candy, <laughs>
5: because <laughs> I. <laughs>
3: it seemed to be a little different maybe we can pull that up with jeffy and no i i don't Dwight i, don't, Howard I think side other
1: side. than the height we're not going to see any difference we'll 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 find we'll it try. out find out for you in a minute in uh, 2011 facebook founder mark zuckerberg made a pledge i love this pledge that he would only eat meat from animals he has slaughtered himself <laughs> he once sliced the throat of a goat he also killed a chicken and ate its heart <laughs> that just now seems like to me is worse than just somebody who eats meat. Oh,
3: it seems like he stupid. just wants to kill things.
1: Yeah, like you know, obviously he's probably doing it for some uh,
3: animal rights reason or something. And look, we've talked about uh, this with hunting and stuff, where you know, if you're eating, you're killing a deer and you're eating, and it's you know, it's a different than you know, just you know, hey, I'm just going to go out and start shoot- shooting some stuff. But like, yeah. I, there's also that part of it you just wonder, like, because you, Matt, you've brought this up as an admission from yourself, you just don't want to think about it. Uh, right. You want a hamburger That's on a true. steak and you don't want to think what it is, or on a right. plate and you don't right. want to think about what it is. Yes. And, and like that, I think, is the normal person, right? Like you're like, okay, I just don't want to even consider yeah. this. I don't want to know. I don't where want to it do it. it.
1: It tastes good. Let's just leave it at that.
3: <laughs> right. So this is an interesting stance. I've never heard this.
1: <laughs> That's weird, isn't hmm. it? Uh, some of these others, uh, Michael Jordan's favorite fast food is Taco Bell. I'm kind of with him there. Uh, Taco Bell and uh, yeah. Chick fil A. Oh man, I can have a good. Uh, <sighs> Taco Bell's freaking good. Taco That's Bell. Really good. I don't know what it is. I you know this. I've I've sworn off fast food for years. I hadn't been to a fast food establishment. <laughs> we, ever since here I've yeah, been wrecked. Here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> a just lot well wrecked for think, it. I can just think off the top of my head. Lots of Chick-fil-A. Lots.
3: Lots of Taco Bell. Yes. Uh some Whataburger. Some, some In-N-Out Burger I think. Maybe uh, once or twice. Um, I really
1: don't like Whataburger, though. That's a huge Texas thing and everybody loves it and no. I hear it all the time.
5: Oh, Waterburger's a bad
1: It's not really. I really think it's I'm special at all. I like their fries. I Since we moved to Texas, okay.
2: that's all you heard was Waterburger,
1: yeah, Burger.
5: No. no,
1: not for me. But and you
5: know Chick-fil-A a lot of people love it.
2: Fast food. Chick-fil-A it's fast it's food. good
1: food fast. That's what it is. Mm. You're right about that, Jeffy. I like this one, though. Sarah Palin's favorite f- food. Yeah? Moose stew. Come on. Is that real? It can't be did she really, I, didn't That's she, hard to believe.
3: Didn't she move th- out of Alaska? Didn't she move down to, like, Arizona or something Arizona? at one I point? Thought she did, right?
1: yeah. I, thought I thought she did, right? I thought she did, too.
3: Maybe they have both homes? Maybe they have both, yeah. Don't know. That's interesting, because, I mean, Moose Stew is kind of what you'd stereotypically think you know, Sarah Palin mm-hmm. would like. She's an outdoors person, you know. Which makes no, you think no. it's not real. Yeah, I wonder if that's actually. Because that seems. I mean, I bet it is with her, though. She, she really does live that life. Um, and she, she
1: seems to. Yeah. She shoots, yeah. you know, Moose from helicopters and stuff. That's right? what we've heard. That's what we've heard. She's evil. She's evil.
3: We've heard that. It's an evil meal. Um, We've got uh, George Clooney is Chaya Steak. What is that? He's a beer drinker. I don't know. As well. Chaya Steak.
1: He had Uh, a keg of Guinness installed in his dressing room during the filming of Ocean's Eleven. (laughs)
3: That's funny. You want to be a little buzzed during that movie, I think. I think you want to be. So, too. Uh, Hank Williams, Jr., Spaghetti.
1: I love Spaghetti. Yeah. I'm with him on that. Yeah, I don't know if it's, it's my good. favorite, but it's good.
3: I like the, I'm i a fan of the angel hair variety.
1: Me too. You like the angel hair? I like that I, very there's much. There's
3: something about that. It feels like you're eating more. Because like, you're eating more little strands rather than the bigger right. strands. And there's a couple mm-hmm. places in New York City that do. Because this is what happens in, in New York where they come up with all these really fake, you know, frou-frou foods. And then you, you're like, all right, well, you know, no one wants to eat that. And they're like, well, we also have Spaghetti. And so these really nice restaurants will throw on, like, one of these hometown yeah. classic plate things. Yeah. There's one place near uh, where the guy who runs our company, uh, Chris, lives that makes this spaghetti. It's amazing. It's all I think really? about when I go into the city is I want to eat. It's just spaghetti with sauce. But it's mm. so freaking good. Will they put meat on it if you want? Yes, they will. Okay. I think it comes normally with meatballs, right. but I don't know. that was like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, should we do uh, Barack Obama? Yes. hates what ice is- cream. Will not eat it. This is so. I mean, this proves he's a communist. I mean, come on. I mean, this, no, this you know he's a communist. Thank <laughs> <'Cause laughs> he you for know. finally admitting it. Well, oh, I mean, look. I was on the fence until this. I know. Uh, and this <laughs> pushes you right over the edge. <laughs> he doesn't like sweets in general, but
1: does like pumpkin pie. What kind of American admits to not liking ice cream? Uh, he, that's the thing. He's One that came from a, from a camp in America. the Soviet Union. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> he came from be. that training camp no, in Kenya true. where the Soviets have that little place.
3: No, that little place. That's good detail.
1: Uh, uh, you know, I, that is,
3: I mean, look, I've said a lot about not liking Barack Obama's policies. <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever read about him. He does not like ice cream.
1: <laughs> Seriously. Uh, it is. It, is. I, it I, you is, know what? right.
3: Socialist health care, ah, whatever. Not liking ice cream, that's just, that's just wrong. Uh, Muhammad Ali ate the same meal on the day of a fight every time. A steak, baked potato, and lettuce
1: and tomato salad. When I was on Atkins, I had the same thing. Day after day after day after oh, no, day, for about two and a half or three years. You're basically—that's t-
3: one of the big reasons I'm a vegetarian today. Steak I did the same thing. I used to every eat day. freaking steak ste- and strawberries. Steak. I used to eat steak, grilled chicken every freaking day. Every so many day. times, I yep. got so sick of it after that's a while. right. I, I remember that. That's what—that killed you. I couldn't eat it. Yeah. I just couldn't eat it anymore. I was so sick of
1: it. I, however, sadly, yeah. not
5: <laughs> sick of it. <laughs>
1: uh, are there any other interesting ones here? I guess Halle Berry, when she was pregnant, her craving was for uh, pepperoncini. Oh, not, yeah, there's little... Uh, I don't know pepperoncini.
3: Yeah, I've seen it, uh, it. It's in salads a lot. They put it, it's like little little pepper. Okay. Um, Who else is interested? George here, Harrison, anybody? devout vegetarian.
1: Uh,
3: he would allow no meat or fowl in his home. But he did love going to a uh, uh, fish-in-the-chip shop near his home to snack kind of, at.
1: Kind of interesting because he died of cancer, and he didn't eat meat. Isn't that supposed yeah. to be one of the big contributors, is the meat in your diet? And he,
3: yeah.
1: He died fairly young, too. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I was thinking was kind of interesting was Ronald Reagan was so famous for loving jelly beans. Yeah. They talked about that all the time, and I guess he did, but his favorite food was popcorn. I- popcorn I could easily live without I like my popcorn.
3: entire life. F- I like the. popcorn. I like popcorn.
1: Yeah. There's just not enough calories.
3: for. Me. You need the cheese on the outside. That's when you get like really okay. cheesy white cheddar popcorn. Now I'm starting oh, to get interested. Very tasty. Yeah. We're going to salivate Incredible. a little bit more and then we're going to eat um, Chipotle coming up as well. 888-727-BECK
1: is the phone number. But again, that's for you. We're doing that for you.
3: Again, yeah, we don't want do- like to do We eat. We don't like to. We don't like to. I mean, look at these. Look we at these you, you can tell yeah. we, we watch our calories
1: we watch them go right in our mouth
3: well yeah we watch them yes. <laughs> and then swallow we try to get them as high as possible right oh, yeah. so you do you no, watch no them questions. you make sure you get them up you know no it's like 15 20000 calories a day. Mm-hmm.
1: Triple eight seven two seven. back Hey, it's uh, Pat and Stew here. Uh, and Friday, too, which is awesome. Awesome. It's awesome. And we're going to be eating sooner. Which and we're going to be eating. Which is awesome. So I'm about, I'm about in tears. Yeah. Uh, and we're just, what, four weeks away from a few days off. Which I'm very excited. About.
3: That's it. And but I'm more excited it. about that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Al Sharpton uh, may be trying to attempt to take every day off uh, by his performance lately. He said during the election <laughs> coverage that one thing we know for sure there is no wave. We can now confirm absolutely
1: <laughs> on- no wave. Maybe they'll get control of the Senate, but no wave at all. On election night. Yeah. At As the wave is crashing down on his head, he's saying there's no wave. Really bad.
3: And he tried to go a little <laughs> so bit further and. and and try no to way. bail himself out of his election coverage last night. It, it was uh, this, this is good. This is good stuff
4: right here. Some results <laughs> from the midterms have a lot of people scratching their heads. Voters in four yeah. states chose to raise the minimum wage. That's great. Mm-hmm. But three of those states voted for GOP senators. Republicans are the ones blocking the minimum wage. But no sign yet that they're changing their minds. DC's biggest climate change denier is now in charge of the committee. I do love of this, the by the way. Environment? In is back. Wait, I get it now. The GOP is playing opposites. Hey, I can play too. Oh, good God. Yep. Opposites. Up is down, and left is right. I love opposite day. I'll sleep in late, wear blue jeans, and maybe even eat a cheeseburger. It'll be a great day. But until then, (laughs) did Republicans think we would notice they're fooling the American people with their opposite day games? Opposite? Nice try.
5: You can't
3: even snap.
4: Nice try,
5: because what do you think, the down is sideways, and the sideways one goes the opposite time, and it will much about that be committed to... Trying to do a thing like Glenn Beck did at Fox News when he did an upside down show one time. <laughs> I'm just doing what he tried to do really, really badly because I'm not creative or good at this job. Oh. But I'm good at getting on a bullhorn and convincing people. White folks raped black girls yeah. When they didn't do that mm-hmm. So that's the opposite too Because I say they did when they did not So that's an opposite as well
3: <laughs> <laughs> Did he go upside down and then say That a white person didn't rape a black woman?
8: He actually Man. decided to wait
3: for the end of the trial When he went upside down I, And then just, I love this. he's like Hey we're gonna go
1: opposite
3: He uh, couldn't even snap Why do they make him do these? I mean, he's got to be. I don't think they make
1: him. I think I think he believes that he can do these and pull them off so bad.
5: (laughs) There, there I am. There I am now doing the opposite thing. Look at what happened. Down is up and up is down. Am I up now or are you down? And then where's Stu in this whole thing? It doesn't matter. Because there he is, but he's not participatory right now. <laughs>
3: How many syllables? He's not
5: participatory right now in the participate pen, pen thing. I mean, that is. <laughs> I didn't
3: know you guys
1: could do that. That's very creative. Uh,
3: we'll use that for very sure creative. another time. We're even an off. We look worse wow. even upside down than normal. If that's possible. Yeah, I don't even know possible. if that's possible. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, And, by the way, there is one great nugget in there that I mentioned kind of as we were going through that. James Inhofe is now going to be in charge of questioning all these idiots about the climate.
1: I love that. Uh, That is the most
3: fun thing in the world. I love it. It's such a stupid topic. They just want to waste your money. And, like, you know, look, they don't take it. They act like Inhofe doesn't take it seriously. They don't take it seriously. They take it as a way. It's nothing to do with the science. They sit there, and they just want to go and and, and, and make Republicans look bad and, mm-hmm. act and find new ways to spend your money. Well, Inhofe will not let that occur. And there was a lot of fun when he was the head of that, chair, that committee last time, the Environment and Public Works. Uh, there was a lot of fun that came out of that. He's, he's got to be thrilled. I, he relishes that sort of stuff. Uh, and that, that will make for some good television, I will say that.
1: Uh, now we have, a, we have a, uh, an article here from an economist that says you shouldn't vote. Or if you didn't, don't feel guilty about it. Here's here's what he says: People think they should vote because they've been told that in they've been told that in school, and there's a large volume of propaganda, and a great number of people are under uh, delusions as to the importance of their vote. This <laughs> seems counterproductive in a uh, free society where you can go out and you know uh, exercise your rights. Um, but he says they think their vote makes a lot of difference. But as a matter of fact. It doesn't. Uh, it's more likely that you'll get killed driving to the polling booth than it is that your vote will change the outcome of the election. This is a happy article. <laughs> if you instead told the truth about voting, namely that any voter who feels that he or she has a meaningful say in electoral outcomes is deluded, people might become less enamored of politics. Uh, enlightened about the reality of voting, or ordinary people might become t- uh, might come to depend more on their t- own trustworthy personal initiative and less on the untrustworthy initiative of power craving strangers. Mm. Now, there's some truth to that, but you don't discourage people. Don't the know. people who should be discouraged from voting are ill-informed voters. Yes, I, and I, but if I... you don't know anything about the issues, don't feel like you have to vote. That should be a thing. Yeah, I
3: seriously subscribe to that like i don't even like it might not even be a bad person like it doesn't mean that you're not even doing your job but if you don't have the time or you don't take the time to do it don't go and vote the worst thing you can do is not take the time to figure this stuff out and go vote that's the worst thing you can do if you're going and voting like an idiot is not there's nothing to be proud of there
1: if you don't know thing one about any of the issues
3: stay away from the polls yeah Seriously, that has nothing to do with being Republican or Democrat. No. If you're a well-educated liberal and you've come to all these conclusions, go vote. You should. But if you're just some – and the same thing, if if you're someone who – I don't know, you heard your dad say Reagan's name once and you consider yourself a Republican, so you walk to the polls and press Republican every time, well, don't vote. There's no reason. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be doing that. I mean, and for some reason we've – this whole rock the vote thing and you have to go out and vote. You're the worst person in the world if you don't go out and vote
1: is really bullcrap. That's not true. If you're it's 22 not. years old, and, and this is what pisses me off about that whole MTV campaign. If you're 21, 22 years old, uh, or even worse, 18, 19, 20, and you don't know thing one about even who the vice president of the United States is. Two. And all you've heard is, well, there's income inequality, and it's just not fair. It's <laughs> yes. not fair that women don't make the same thing for the same job as men do. And you're all fired up about that, and you really believe in income and equ- income equality, and everybody should make the same amount of money. You stay home. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and, sit your ass at home and smoke <laughs> some dope or something. And Don't go to the polls. We can certainly agree on that person not voting, uh, but like I take it to another. Take thing. It.
3: If you have, you don't pay any attention to the issues, you don't do anything, and then one time you went online and someone told you that Barack Obama was born in Kenya, so you don't, and so you decide you're going to go vote against him. Yeah, you should don't, not do don't that. Vote. Either. Don't, no, vote. Don't, don't vote. Don't vote. Just stay home. You don't need to. There's yeah, no reason both for both
1: sides of the. If you know nothing about it, don't feel like you must vote because you don't have. In fact, you should not. I really believe that. If you are doing harm to the country by placing your vote, don't do it. And
3: I will say that there's a point
1: in this argument, which I think is valid, which is if
3: you think that like your vote is going to be. The difference between X, Y, or Z happening. I think this is what Glenn was trying to explain as well earlier this week. You shouldn't vote based on that. You should vote based on what you think is right. And even if your vote winds up going somewhere and you think you, you, you know, you're in a, you know, a state where there's a Democrat and a Republican and the Democrats winning by 25 points, it mm. doesn't mean you don't go vote for your Republican. You still do it. Right. Uh, and the, the same thing yeah. if you're a liberal, the same way. Like, you shouldn't vote for uh, <laughs> uh, the less offensive guy who... You know, kind of, uh, you know, you know, like if you have like if Chris McDaniel ran as a third party in in Mississippi and you're a Democrat, you shouldn't go vote for um, uh, Thad Cochran because you think he's slightly less offensive and you want to manipulate the outcome of the election. Mm-hmm. You should go vote for the person you think is right. Really, yes. you have a personal totally contract with with your vote. It's not this thing. You can't manage this. Yeah. He's right. Statistically, there's almost no chance that that. Anyone who's listening to the show will ever cast a vote that decides an election.
1: And if you believe this guy, the lying sack of crap who rep- represents this president to the press, Josh Ernest, if you believe he- what he's saying here, then don't vote. Listen to this.
7: I do think that there is uh, ample data to indicate that a lot of the policies that the president himself has advocated uh, are strongly supported by those who participated in the election.
0: are uh, so suggesting what? the results of this election are, are a reaffirmation of the President's
7: policies, are you? No. Uh, again, Thank you. you. That's, what, it. that's what you suggested. as a question. It's certainly you're entitled to raise that question. What I'm saying is that I think that the clear message that is sent by voters across the country yes. is they want to see results in Washington, D.C. No, that was not the clear message. No. So if you believe that lion sack like of crap,
1: yeah, don't vote. Don't vote. I Do believe anything he's ever said. Let's take a break Don't and get vote. to our food. That's a good idea. Triple eight seven two seven. I vote yes on that.
3: We have a spoon segment coming up, and also we'll
1: tell you a story about a woman who was
3: rejected for a job for a really interesting reason that you wouldn't see in the United States. That's for sure. We'll have that coming up.
5: Uh, uh, spoons.
1: <laughs> there it is. Thank you, Jeffy. 888727 back here. There's our uh, spoon segment. It's when we try something new mm-hmm. as a scientific experiment for you. Yes. To let you know if it's something that you should also uh, try and enjoy. And also, you heard uh, Jeffy voicing over the segment there
3: um, when he said spoons. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeffy, available for voice work. Uh, now, the, the segment does need to be called Spoons for him to do it. Right. Because yeah, that's so, the only word you can say. So if
1: you've got a segment at work called Spoons for whatever reason, <laughs> Jeffy's your guy. How's that voice work business doing <laughs> right now, Jeff?
3: It's, it's kind of
5: slow. It's, it's slow. It's it's slow. slow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe
1: it'll pick up now that we gave you a plug. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate <laughs> it.
5: In the meantime, we're going to do some vegetable in the Chipotle.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Al.
3: <laughs> we have uh, Chipotle. They have a new thing here.
5: That's why we're upside down right now, because we're vegetableizing from Chipotle.
3: <laughs> we're probably vegetabilizing uh, from Chipotle, uh, as Al Sharpton does say. And this thing is called, these are called sofrites. Um, okay. Now, I will
1: say that I have and already this, tried these. This is a... Uh and you're not supposed to, but... Um, no,
3: I mean, I ate them. You're not supposed to have tried these before, I just right? ate them, like, at the restaurant multiple times. I haven't tried okay. them today.
1: Now, this is uh, <laughs> is a new product?
3: It's a new product, and it's uh, their little reach-out to totally vegetarians. Vegetarian? It is, vegetarian. It is so Got it's tofu in it? It's tofu. Uh, we have the... Uh, hold on, let me give you the uh, description. It's called... It smells okay. So, uh, organic shredded tofu braised with chipotle chilies, roasted poblano peppers, and a blend of spices. Okay. Um, so, anyway, so I figured food. this would be an interesting thing for people who don't eat this crap all yes. the time to try it. So, give it a whirl there, Jeffy. Let look at the inside here. I'll give you a little,
6: mm. little
3: mm. in, look-see inside. A little rice and beans. You got the, this. Actually, actually it looks so pretty freaking. good. Yeah. You know,
1: doesn't look bad. No. Doesn't and it tastes bad? It, it tastes good. Ooh. I like it. It'd be better with some meat. Hey, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's always better with meat. Well, yeah, I expect that. But
5: that's not bad. Pretty good, right?
3: Yeah. They're making more and more of this stuff, um, which is yeah. you know nice for losers like me who want to eat it. But it's pretty freaking good, actually. And mm-hmm. it's got some good spices in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, there's Chipotle has
2: got some good stuff. You can make them any way you want, mm-hmm. right? I could be put mm-hmm. beans in here and everything. Mm-hmm. Because <clears> the <throat> beans would be good. Mm-hmm. That is good. I enjoy that.
3: Yeah, so it's available. It's going to be available nationwide. I think right now. Oh, it's not yet? Hmm. Maybe half the country right now. Okay. Mm hmm. No, it would go good. Try to
1: eat on camera. Sorry. Ice cream.
2: Yeah. Where's Uh, the ice cream? Ice cream would go for business. Jeffy just said he wanted it. Mm hmm.
3: That is how it works, right? Yes. And then, Pat, you also, really nothing to do with the taste test, just ordered a steak burrito. (laughs) Now, Mm -hmm. This is supposed to be a segment where we try new foods that
1: are coming out of the market. They've had the steak burrito for a long time. But this is in case someone's never had one. Someone watching right now maybe hasn't had one. Is is it good? uh, It's a public service. (laughs) Eating one for them right now. Is it? Yes. It is?
3: (laughs) I just want to make sure this wasn't just a scam to get Glenn to pay for your lunch. No, no, no. Okay. Mm -mm. I just want to make sure I understand that. Mm -hmm. Jeffy, you didn't order a steak burrito as well did you
2: oh my gosh <laughs> there is one here there is ah, one there weird. oh my gosh that's mm. weird
1: hmm. that's weird huh hmm. it, it seems like i'll
2: have to eat that
1: mm-hmm. uh didn't we also have we wanted to show you uh oh yeah i did a cheese. in addition to the yeah you mentioned oh,
3: yeah. so cheese this woman goes uh, she's a she teaches english in, J- in japan
5: mm-hmm. um, goes
3: and goes applies for all these jobs and, uh, she gets, uh, you know, she gets some, she does, you know, those short term th- things that she does. She gets a rejection letter, however, mm. that comes in, it says in the end, I took a deep breath, sent back a reply. It was a little bit sarcastic, but I couldn't believe the email I received. I have never heard anything back since she received a reply that said, quote, I am sorry to inform you that my client does not hire Irish people due to the alcoholism nature of your kind. That's dramatic. <laughs> and I don't know why it's like, it's funny. Like this is, This would be the equivalent of racism, right? Like, I mean, it's something that shouldn't be funny, but I guess because it's happening to white people, we can laugh about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, I mean... She's. She was over in. Uh, it wasn't Japan, right? No, it was Seoul,
1: South Korea. Oh, South Korea. Yeah, South Korea. Read the sentence again.
3: That's great. I am sorry to inform you that my mm-hmm. client does not hire Irish people due to the alcoholism nature of your kind. <laughs> that is a great <laughs> sentence. Uh, she really likes oh, uh, Seoul, uh, by the way, and still really likes the country. But uh, one bad experience from one bad person.
1: That's Don't a good way to keep it in bunch, perspective. Right. What? One bad apple and one bad experience don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. I'm going back to my secretos. <laughs> That's a great. The alcoholism nature of your kind. So all Irish people are drunks. Thus, we don't hire Irish people. That's why we didn't hire Pat. He's
3: working. Uh, he's a
1: mm-hmm. complete alcoholic, even though he's never had a drink in his life. Right? Because he's Irish. Irish. Due to the alcoholism nature of my kind, you just do it. Volunteer, yeah. yeah.